Her body's a right. 10, but her face is like a 3.7. This is Will Madison, and welcome back to Screaming at a Wall. I'm joined here today by Colin. What's up? And Big Tim. Hello. My very good co-hosts. Now today we have a special segment. As you know, as a loyal listener to Screaming at a Wall, Big Tim speaks a small amount, actually. And today we're going to dive deep into who Big Tim really is. You know, since I like never speak on here, I got a question for you guys to start this off. So who do you think could sell a pair of shoes for the exact price they bought them for? Yeah. Yeah, because you know how someone famous can wear shoes and then people pay like quadruple the price of the actual shoe. So like who's famous enough to make the price stay the same even though the shoe should cost less. So personally, I think any MLS soccer player could could sell them. It's a good answer cuz you know, America is the epitome of slightly above actually slightly below average soccer players. I think Andy Bolton. This guy had the highest deadlift in the entire world in 2009. I would say Bart Johnson. He's the actor who plays uh, Troy Bolton's dad in uh, High School Musical. He's a pretty cool dude. We all know what I'm talking about. High School Musical, good movie. He ain't Zac Efron, but he's his dad. I'd buy his shoes. Okay, I got a good one. Chris Hemsworth's pretty famous. Liam Hemsworth, pretty famous. But then they have a brother that no one knows about, Luke Hemsworth. I'd buy his shoes. Yeah, because it takes like $20 off because he wore the shoes, but then it adds $20 more because he's a Hemsworth. Yeah, like, bro, these shoes were likely being worn around Thor. Thor's walking <laughs> like, on the same ground as Within these. like 10 feet. That's pretty cool. That is that is pretty cool. You know, this is the Big Tim episode. This Tim, This episode is all about Tim. And if you know Tim... You know that his escapades with women have just been an interesting story to document. So just to come back and ask him, how does he view appearances of women based on the categories? Now, Tim, she's a 10, but she lives in California. Still a 10. She's a 10, but very unlikable personality. Zero. She's a four on a good day, but she's the first female to ever give you attention. A three. <laughs> Don't like them clingy. Okay. She's a seven, but she works at McDonald's. 4.5. <laughs> Her body's a right. 10, but her face is like a 3.7. 7.3. Good average. It's a nice average right out. smack in the middle. <laughs> She's like a, a 5 or a 6, but she really wants you to go to Winter Homecoming with her. Like, she really wants to be going to Homecoming with you. Tim, you gotta be spitting out numbers. Yeah, about three point one. Speed running questions. About a three point one.
Tim, I don't, I don't think I've heard you just string together a conversation enough. So I just want to sit down with you and I want you to tell me a story, man. What's it like with girls? What's it like being Big Tim? It's always action-packed. Never a, never a dull moment. What makes it not dull? Well, girls are always wanting to be with you. What type of girls? Mostly girls that are short. Typically in the range of 5 to 5'2". Five That's not what I'm asking. Oh. What's it like? Uh, well, we have some psychos. We've got, uh... Some Catholics. I understand that your current girlfriend listens to this. Would she not like if you told some stuff about your backstory? Oh, no, I'll tell my backstory. She'll laugh. That's good. So it all... All right, gather around. We shall gather. It all started many moons ago. Back when Big Tim was still evolving to his his true form. Mm -hmm. Back in sophomore year. Yeah. Along comes this girl. Waddy Merkman. <laughs> <laughs> what happened with Crazy. Waddy? That's, that's good. Wow. That lasted about a month. Yeah. And then there was a dull period before mm. the before the Dark Ages came. I'd like more of an insight on Waddy Merkman, personally. I think we should go back to Matty Workman. Or <laughs> <laughs> I don't really remember much about this time. It was a, a blur. But I do remember that I spent three nights with her in a row. No way. No way. No way. Yeah. And the rest was all blur. Yeah, so, like, why, why do you think you blurred out, man? Was it just not, like, a good time in your life? Or? Retrograde amnesia? Yes. Man, I knew a guy like that once. He I forgot about him, though. <laughs> well, just to move on, what do you call the Dark Ages? Why? We're getting there. Hmm. We're getting there. Um, so after after uh, Waddy Merkman, there was a, a period of dullness. Not a lot of... A couple of trial and error stages. Right. Nothing ever went anywhere. I mean, that happens, man. It does happen. Moving on to the summer of junior year, when everything turns started to turn to black, mm. along comes Brista Carly, a woman who forever changed my perspective on relationships mm. and pretty much everything. Yeah, I mean, that's just... So, yeah. during the summer, we were very good friends. Transitioning to school year, very good friends. Right, that's how it all starts. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Long story short with this. Let's just say the U.S. Army would not accept me. Mm. And I'll leave it at that. Must have been a crazy girl. It was something else. So shortly after this, there, this was when the, the Dark Ages really started. This was when Tim went down a path of many maidens. Mm. <laughs> I mean, some people are settlers and some people are conquerors. Big Tim was a conqueror during this period. 
Um, but he was also settling for a lot. Hmm. He was just grabbing and going. So you were you were having a relationship with every single one of these girls? No. Ah. It'd be one girl one week, one girl the next. And that's not a joke. Hmm. Just just talking to him, just occasionally, just talking. talking to them, hanging out with them, going to dances with them. Well, there was a time where Brista Carly popped back up during this this dark age, just during the winter, and then she was shortly removed. Just like a gopher trying to get in your chocolate starfish. We whacked <laughs> her on the head with a hammer. She went back into her hole. I hate when that happens. <laughs> I, I hate when that happens, man. I was just like, I don't know, man, growing up on the farm. Anyways, keep going. So we transitioned to the spring. Things starting to light just a little bit. And we find a, a realization that you're not going to find any good girls in Salem. At least not for me personally. Hmm. So I took my talents elsewhere. South Beach? Yeah. North Beach? South Range. South Range. <laughs> Okay, so this this new girl, South Range girl, she rode horses. We'll call her Horse Girl for this. Right. This was like the lightening up period, so no longer in the Dark Ages, starting to move out of that. And that lasted mm. a little while, and that, that was fine. But I eventually cut it off because it just wasn't for me. Right. That happens to everybody. Did you have good conversations with this girl or what? At the beginning, yeah, and then after a while, conversations just felt a little forced. It just wasn't mm. for me. Okay, so after this, there was a pretty dull period. Um, there was one thing during the summer. It was a, ve- it was a, eh, we'll say a week thing. Mm. Where I kind of got finessed. Mm. It was eye-opening. Mm. That's all I'll say on that. Yeah. And we transitioned to the senior year of school. Stuff's going good, right? We transitioned to senior year of high school. Nothing's happening. And I get asked to homecoming. Right. So, look at me. By a whom? Rayleigh Hedgeway. So, during this time, I didn't know much about Rayleigh. So, I was trying to get to know her. Because I was going to be at their dance in just about a month. Yeah, you should know. Well, it was very difficult to have conversation because mm. it was very, very... It was like talking to a brick wall. Yeah. Or screaming at one. Yeah. Well, anyways, the night of the dance comes. Mm. And we're taking pictures with the group. And that's just go, that went on for about an hour. Her mom was very... like She would not stop with the pictures. We go to dinner, and food takes forever. And I, gl- I was watching football, and I glanced over, and I see on her phone that she's got some dude pinned. And I'm like, that's not me. Who the heck is that? For this podcast's sake, I will um, not drop a name, uh-huh. but I got finessed, and I didn't even know it. Mm. But... I still went to the dance and had fun, and then like never spoke to them after that. Like I, I, I like talked to them, but like it's like once or twice a day. Mm-hmm. Mm. So after that, wasn't too sure how to feel. Um, yeah. 
uh, then I was just kind of focusing on college uh, and soccer. And then this one girl, short girl, mm. about 5'2", Catholic. Oh. Well, they, the, the Ursuline Irish were playing, the Salem Lady Quakers. Yeah. And uh, we found a, a connection there making fun of the Salem Lady Quakers oh. soccer team. Really? Oh, yes. It was, it was wonderful. And that slowly transitioned into just a nice friendship. Like, it was really fun. And then we started to hang out more. Yeah. So we finally got that happy ending. And then eventually we started dating. And now I'm here. Yeah. Making this podcast with two lovable guys that are semi-straight. Might might not be a happy ending, but it's a happy present. That's all that matters. We are at a happy present right now. Do you think you would have reached this happy present sooner if you weren't so short? You know me. Being, being over six foot is very short, actually. Do you think your childhood affected any of your relationships? Being bald with massive ears, yes, that was... That was definitely a player in there. Do you think your like the experience of your peers affected your relationship? Being called man boobs for a good few years was. After a while, you just started to. After a few years, you figure out that they do it because they get a reaction out of you. So mm. then you stop reacting. But it took me a good ten years to figure that out. Do you remember the first time you had spaghetti? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. When was that? <laughs> Many moons ago. Well, like, how old were you? Did you guess? Because I remember when I had first. Like, I remember, like, I remember my first kiss. Not like I remember nine eleven because I wasn't there. I'd say I was about two or three when I had my first bowl of spaghetti. All right. I was just wondering. Because yeah. spaghetti, man, I don't know. It's just kind of like a staple. And. It it helps for relationships because you just get used to like eating the same thing over and over. Oh, facts. Especially bringing it in your lunch. Yeah. Breaking news coming in from live in Studio 203. After the tragic tap dancing incident in Nebraska this weekend, tap dancing was made illegal and a capital crime punishable by death. Child star tap dancer John Stegme had his last show this Saturday, which was the day before his birthday. Now that he's 18 and no longer a child star, also known as irrelevant, it was made illegal by his father, Pete Ricketts, the current governor of Nebraska. What do you guys think about that? That's just unfair. So what his child's time is over? What if my kid wanted to tap dance like, and be a star? Now he loses that opportunity. Forever. In Nebraska. Yeah. There are other states. There are 49 other states you can go tap dance in. But, but Nebraska yeah. is known as the tappy town. So like, mm. so like that going there to tap dance <laughs> right. is like a head start on your career. And now they have to start off in Ohio. It's kind of how like Nashville for country, Nebraska for tap dancing. 
you know, I just wanted I just wanted to grow up and just be Mr. Tippity Tappity Tappity Man, and now I can't. It's okay, Will. Remember, it's never too late to seek help. I just think we should all confide in our idol Stegmi, um, <laughs> and make sure that we just see if we can figure out how to tap dance. Nebraska has been going through a lot now that the um, Afghanistan has declared declared war with just Nebraska. Like they're gonna they're gonna have a busy few weeks. Tim, you ever tried to get a job? I have. I've had a few jobs actually. Where have you worked? Well, I have worked at my grandfather's shop in Boardman. I have worked for Bob Sebo on his grounds crew, and I currently work at the Salem Community Center. What was that like? Which one? The community center. Like, did oh. you have to submit an, submit an application? Not really, no, because I knew the person that was in charge, so I just said, hey, I'm looking for work. Do you have any options, like, positions available? And he just hired you on the spot right there. And then I went in for an interview, and then they hired me. What's it like at the community center? Quiet. Depends on the day. Typically, at- typically I work as a party attendant, so what I will do is if there is a party, I will check everyone in, make sure they know everything that they've got, so, like, their pool times and, like, when they have the party till... Yeah, and then important stuff. And then I just kind of sit there. It's kind of like a work study. Yeah, get some, some schoolwork done. That's kind of nice. Different question. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen, ever? At, at the community? Uh, no, just ever. No, ever. ever. Just ever. Yeah, I kicked the shit out of a penguin. But you know me. I like to be out in the cold. Well, it's not the craziest thing you've ever seen. It's the craziest thing you've ever done. It was the craziest thing watching the penguin die. Oh yeah. All right. That makes sense. You know I me, mean, I like to be out in the cold, just going for a walk in the snow, and all of a sudden this, this penguin waddles along. Like, wah, wah. Was it an emperor penguin? Or a tiny one? Emperor. Oh, Ooh. big, big old boy. Big old boy. Ooh. So I was dropping through the snow, and this boy waddles up, starts beefing, starts starts fighting, starts yelling. And I said, all right, put him up. And sure enough, I beat him To death? Yes. Where did you punch him the most? Stomach, uh-huh. and then below the stomach. <laughs> well, that's, that's lower stomach. Dang, that's crazy, fatal. Man. That's crazy. You know, what moment do you think concreted you as Big Tim? Probably the the COVID era. I mean, I I left school in what we leave March of twenty twenty. Uh, something like that freshman year ninth grade yeah and then i came back two months later and i was like five eight five nine i grew like seven inches in like two months well it was summer at that time is that what you mean or you came back to school well like we we started meeting up for cross country because at this time i still ran um and the first time we came back together as a group i showed up and they're like holy it's big tim it's big tim (laughs) And that was pretty much how that name was solidified. Ah! This week's episode is sponsored by Rain Energy. Do you ever feel tired, out of energy? Well, look no further. With 13 unique flavors, Rain is sure to get you back on your feet and going strong again. Thank you, Rain, for the free energy drink case. Ah! Now, this episode is pretty much just one big thought with Big Tim. So, obviously... 
we have to honor the big thoughts. So Tim, for the segment, what is your big thought? My Skillshare account got banned. I don't know why. I was just speaking the truth. Now, as we want to bring back our special segment um, of Secret Revealed, we did not do one last week. So here's from an anonymous subscription on our Instagram. A few years ago, me and Big Tim dated and we broke up. I miss him so much and now I need help on how to win him back. What do you think, Colin? I think back off. He's mine. Yeah. Timmy, do you think this shoddy's got a chance? If they want to go through me, they got to go through my girlfriend first, and my girlfriend would probably kick So, no, I don't think she can win me back. Well, you heard it here. Give up. It's too late for you to seek help. Thanks for figuring out who Tim was today. You know him as Big Tim. I know him as Big Tim. Some people know him as Tim Stevens. Next time you hear Screaming at a Wall, it'll be season two. So watch out for some high-quality episodes, brand new ideas, and bonus episodes included. This is season one. Checking out, I'm Will Madison. I'm Tim Stevens. And I'm Colin Helmick. We will now have a moment of silence to conclude season one for Migos rapper Takeoff, who has died. <laughs>